Today is June 12th, and you're listening to This Day in Cardinal History on Claves Online. Powered by Ameren, Illinois, and driven by Munganas St. Louis Acura, I'm Joe Roderick. Today's memory is one that isn't just about the Cardinals, but all of baseball. It was on this day back in 1981 that the players went on strike. Mike Claiborne talks about his memories of that time. Well, it was a dark day for sure for baseball because nobody knew how long they were going to be out. They came back with a plan where you were going to have two seasons, two halves of the season. Now, um, the Cardinals had the best record but didn't win the second half of the season, and they found themselves on the outside looking in that particular year, and Montreal got in, and uh, they got knocked off by the Dodgers. And um, it was one of the great travesties of baseball. Although I'm not sure how far the Cardinals would have gone that year. They obviously won in 82. That was Whitey Herzog's first year as a manager as he took over for Ken Boyer in that same year. But uh, they came up a hair short in the second portion of the season, found themselves watching the playoffs on TV, and they came back, as I mentioned, came back to win it all in 1982. Baseball wouldn't see another work stoppage until 1994 as Klaibs compares the two incidents. Well, this was a temporary stoppage compared to elimination of a season uh, and no World Series and everything else that came with it. Uh, this was the first real salvo of, of a work stoppage that really had an impact because Major League Baseball obviously changed the schedule up and how things were going to be set up because you had playoffs instead of just a direct World Series to deal with. Uh, but moving on to 94, that, that was just a travesty. It was a disaster. It set baseball back. Obviously, uh, Mark McGuire and the Sosa chase gave it, breathed life into baseball at that point. But uh, two different situations. The 94 strike was much more devastating. Given the current situation in Major League Baseball today with the 2020 season, I asked Claves to also compare what we might see in the near future to what we saw almost 30 years ago. Well, those two tenures were much more toxic and caustic than what we see now. Uh, Donald Fear was running the union. He had just succeeded Marvin Miller, and Marvin Miller was a tough negotiator he came out of the steel mill. Um, he represented the United Steelworkers, and they were used to battling with ownership. And once he gave them the option of not playing, and then once you had some owners that said, we'll just lock them out, you knew they were destined for a disaster, and they, and they found it. Uh, it. It was just, and you know, when you look back then, the same issues that you have then that you have now, nobody trusts the other side. Players still don't trust the owners. Now, granted, most of, if not all, the owners have turned it over since then. But the, the, the tradition of lack of trust is the reason why we're in a position we are today. And it was certainly the reason why we went back in, in 81 and then certainly 94. Because the owners were really trying to break the union. And Donald Fear said, let's hold on a minute. And he got the players that, that hang tough. They got what they wanted for the most part. But it really cost a lot of people. The 1981 season restarted on August 10th, a day after the All-Star Game. In total, 713 games were canceled. The Cardinals finished the season 59-43, the best record in the National League. But they finished one and a half games behind the Phillies in the first half of the season and a half game back of the Expos in the second half of the season. 
thus missing the playoffs entirely. This is This Day in Cardinal History on Claves Online, powered by Ameren, Illinois, and driven by Munganess St. Louis Acura. Right now through July 6th, Munganess Acura wants to show their appreciation to all first responders and healthcare workers by offering them $750 towards buying or leasing a new 2020 Acura. For details, contact Munganess St. Louis Acura today. Have you subscribed to the podcast yet? Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and add us to the list. You'll get brand new content delivered to your phone each and every day. For Claves Online, I'm Joe Roderick. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We love talking to the president and chairman of Ameren, Illinois. He is Richard Mark. Emergency Operations Center acts as kind of a central command center, and everything is dictated from there. They tell the crews that are out in the field where to go, where the main breakers are to go to to de-energize the line, and then they verify that that line is closed, and they're able to tell five, six, seven hundred people that are working out in the field exactly where to go to make the proper repairs to get our system back on in a storm situation. 